Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Russ Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a finish strong Friday. It's a picks Friday. And it's a winner's Friday, except your boy kind of forgot with everything going on in Houston and calling the game last night and waking up early before my flight to San Diego for UNLV San Diego State, I kind of forgot to pick some winners. So it's not Jack's fault who's filling in for Brian again today who's on a flight. It's my fault. So we'll have a spread the word winner on Monday. And that's someone that goes to facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL and hits the thumbs up, the like button. We'll also have a sponsor confirmation email winner on Monday. Maybe that's any of the awesome sponsors, last bottle wines, game time, sling, Labatt, I did remember to get a YouTube shout-out. I did remember to pick a YouTube winner. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. And that winner is Raymond Smith. I can't remember what your comment was, Raymond, but I do remember you subscribed. You made a comment. I would never seen you make a comment before. So now you get a cameo-style video from your boy, Whenever you want it, just let me know, Ross at RossTucker.com, who you want the cameo-style video for. We also have yet another new patron that gets a shout-out, Gregor Fibs. Gregor. Isn't that like the guy from the one show, Gregor? Gregor Fibs. I love it, Gregor. Patreon.com slash RT Media. Welcome to the family. Now you get the even money bets, the Friday picks, press box food grades, power rankings, etc. It's big show time. The big show. All right, Ross, before we get into this week's picks, we'll talk about the game you were at last night, Thursday night football, where the Philadelphia Eagles improved to eight and zero with a twenty nine seventeen victory over the Houston Texans. Well, and the Texans came to play last night, Jack, and I knew they were gonna. I knew they were going to 
because they came to play in the press box food. It was really, really impressive. Check out my social media at Ross Tucker NFL, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. They had a really nice salad bar, which I appreciate greatly. They also had basically anything you needed to make fajitas or tacos, right? So they had rice, black beans, steak fajita meat, chicken fajita meat, tortillas, and then you could make a uh, you could make tacos if you wanted. I just laid down a bed of rice and black beans and then put the steak on top of it and some corn on top of it. So good. So good. But you know what? I would tell you, maybe the star of the show was their incredible dessert bar. You got to check out my video on Twitter. But it was like a 360 dessert bar with like these pecan bites, cookies as big as my head. I had way too many. But the peanut butter cookies, I'm telling you, peanut butter cookies are incredible. They are so good. By far my favorite cookie. Um, I had several. And then at halftime, they had a whole other spread that I didn't partake in because the line was too long. But they had ice cream. So they had Bluebell ice cream. So I went and got a bunch of mini ice cream cups. And so the first three TV timeouts, Jack, in the second half, I was crushing ice cream cups. Now that's what I'm talking about. That's big time right there. Love that. Great, great work by the Houston Texans. I give them an A. And it it carried over to the field without any question, as it often does. The Texans marched down the field with a lot of Damian Pierce and some good passing by Davis Mills to go up 7 nothing. The Texans hadn't scored a touchdown on an opening drive in forever. It was really impressive drive. They went right down the Eagles' throat. And I would say in general, Damian Pierce, if you're a Texans fan, that is the guy to be happy about. That's the guy to be excited about. Damian Pierce. Wow. I was impressed by that guy throughout the game. I mean, first of all, they run blocks pretty well. But he is something else. As only a fourth-round pick, wow. He's super, super impressive. But the Eagles, after that Texans drive, they responded. I know a lot of you might have been watching the baseball game. I don't know. The Eagles had an 18-play, 91-yard drive. Miles Sanders scored on fourth down. So it's 7-7. And that was basically it for the first quarter. The first quarter was like two drives. Then second quarter, Steven Nelson, the former Eagle from last year, came off the edge and looked to me like perhaps Jason Kelsey snapped the ball early and he stripped Jalen Hurts off the edge. So uh, Jalen Hurts' first fumble of the season So that was pretty good. Eagles still got the stop. And then the Eagles had a drive that was sort of reminiscent of what they did against the, or what the Titans did against the Texans. 
as the Eagles just ran the ball. Uh, a lot of Miles Sanders. A lot of Miles Sanders um, for ultimately uh, a touchdown to go up 14-6, to 14-7. Uh, Kenny G ran over a DN, Rasheem Green, Kenneth Gainwell for the touchdown. But, man, how about the Texans? In the first half, I thought Davis Mills was outstanding. Outstanding. And he came right back down the field and took them all the way down for a touchdown. Davis Mills, a lot of short underneath passes, but he did throw some down the field when he had to. 14-14 at halftime after the Eagles missed a field goal. And it was game on. It was game on. And then even the second half, Jordan Mailata gave up a couple sacks to start the second half. The first one, he didn't even really try to block Jerry Hughes. I don't know what he was doing. I don't know if he didn't think it was a a pass or what. The second one, he was just late. You know, he was just laid off the ball. And then twice, not once, but twice, the Eagles allowed linebackers to run through and stuff Miles Sanders on the next drive. So the first two drives in the second half, Eagles went three and out. The whole game changed, the whole game, when Davis Mills threw a horrific interception to Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. I mean, I'm not even sure who Davis Mills is trying to throw the ball to, but that flipped the whole game. You know, two plays later, A.J. Brown touchdown. It's 21-14. Then, you know, to the Texans' credit, they did have another nice drive to get the ball all the way down in the Eagles' territory. Mainly Damian Pierce is running them over. But then the Eagles stiffened field goal 21-17, and then they had the Goddard drive. It was like eight plays, 75 yards. Four or five of them catches by Goddard for a touchdown, 29-17. That was the final score. Javon Hargrave was amazing for the Eagles with three sacks. Hassan Reddick played really well. I mentioned Dallas Goddard was incredible. And ultimately, that's how the Eagles got the win. Listen, I know a lot of you guys listen to Even Money. So if you do, you've heard about our next sponsor. We wanted to make sure that they got some love on this show as well. It's Last Bottle Wines. I know we love our beer and wings, and goodness knows I do. But what about wine? When it comes to killer wine at crazy low prices, we're talking like 30 to 70% off here. At the Raw Sucker Podcast, go straight to Last Bottle. It is a genius, absolutely genius company. Whether you took the over or the under for the game or your bet lost, you're going to need something tasty. They've got the goods. If you haven't heard, Last Bottle is a daily wine site based in Napa. One wine every day until it's gone. Last Bottle has a deal just for you guys. Use promo code ROSS to get 10% off your next order with Last Bottle. That's lastbottlewines.com. Use code ROSS. 
lastbottlewines.com, code ROSS. Want to know which team is going to win every single game on Sunday? Then listen up. All right, Ross, we'll start with the Los Angeles Chargers traveling to face the Atlanta Falcons. Kind of a toss-up game in my mind. You know, I guess the Chargers are still pretty beat up. You know, even coming out of the bye, Eckler's banged up. Keenan Allen's banged up. This is one of the few games I don't have a strong opinion on. I'm going to take the Chargers to win a close one, but I don't feel great about it. I think this is like a true toss-up game, especially with some of the unknowns regarding the Chargers Chargers injuries. Problem is the Falcons D isn't that great, and they still got Herbert, and he's pretty darn good, man. So I'm going to say... 24-21 Chargers. Close, good game. The Miami Dolphins are headed to Chicago face the Bears. Were you about to, like, sing the song there, Jack? I don't know if I should or not. I don't have as good voice as you do. I was debating it. Well, first of all, I have a terrible singing voice. <laughs> Secondly, as you can tell, I got, like, a frog in my throat from all this travel and all this talking. Lastly... I like the Dolphins in this game. And and frankly, I'm surprised looking at it again from the Even Money podcast that, that the spread is this close. I I know the Bears are playing better, I guess, but Dolphins offense is a machine, you know, especially in the middle of the field. Now the Bears lose Roquan Smith. I don't know how much Claypool will be able to give them to start this game. I like the Dolphins. I think it's going to be, you know, the Bears defense hasn't been that great lately. I'm going to go 31-17 Dolphins. I like the Dolphins to to pull away in this one. 31-17 Miami. The Carolina Panthers are facing the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. So, I kind of think this will be a really close game. You know, the Panthers have been playing very well. For those of you that are into the Even Money podcast, I would absolutely take the Panthers and the seven and a half points because I think it's way closer than that. I think it's almost a toss-up game. You know, the Bengals are a different team without Jamar Chase. They played Monday night, didn't look good. The Panthers have been playing pretty good football under Steve Wilkes and P.J. Walker. I'm going to take the Bengals in a really close, hard-fought game to get the win. But this is this is 20-19 to 19 in my mind. Bengals barely, and I mean barely, get by in this game. And you can watch every touchdown, every Sunday, thanks to NFL Red Zone, available on Sling Blue Plus Sports Extra. It's easy to set up easy to use. Now you can try it for half off. Just visit sling.com slash DraftKings to sign up today. Think about that. Every touchdown live, every Sunday afternoon with NFL Red Zone on Sling. For a limited time, get Sling Blue and add on Sports Extra 
with NFL Red Zone for half off your first month. Regular price $46, now only $23. You get the best deal on Red Zone so you can catch all the touchdowns at the lowest price with Sling TV. Visit sling.com slash DraftKings to sign up today. We have an NFC North matchup here with the Detroit Lions hosting the Green Bay Packers. So I like the Packers to get the win. Um, Man, it feels like the Lions are going to win one of these, and maybe this is it. I wonder a little bit the impact of trading TJ Hawkinson this week and the message that that sends to the locker room there in Detroit, I don't think it's a good one. And I don't think it helps that much at all that they did that. However, I still kind of like the Packers to win the game. But isn't it wild that I'm like torn on this one? Isn't it crazy that this could really go either way? I guess ultimately I'll have a little bit more faith in Aaron Rodgers in a close game over Jared Goff late, but these are strange times again that we live in. Uh, I'm going to say the Packers win 24-23, but another awesome toss-up kind of game. Looks like we'll have a bunch of those. Absolutely. And then the next one is the Las Vegas Raiders at the Jacksonville Jaguars. I like Travis Etienne to have a big game. You know, this is two of the more disappointing teams in the league to me. Kind of had higher hopes for both these squads that they'd be playing better than this. The Jaguars just can't find a way to win a close game. I, man. I guess I'll take the Raiders. The Raiders were embarrassed on Sunday in New Orleans. So I got to think that they bounced back after that crazy crazy bad performance so give me the Raiders but this is going to be an awesome Sunday because there's a lot of games I don't feel real good about and I'm torn on as I talk through it I think there's a lot of running in this game Josh Jacobs and Travis Etienne ultimately it just feels like it's kind of the same thing I say a lot right I feel like Derek Carr I got more faith in him in a close game late than I do in Trevor Lawrence. So I'll take the Raiders to get it done in a close game late by a margin of, I think, higher scoring, actually. I think it's 27-24. Next up, we have a classic rivalry, the Indianapolis Colts at the New England Patriots. I'm always curious, like with the Patriots, I wonder how tough of a ticket it is you know, up there without without Brady up there anymore, you know? I mean, I I haven't really checked much. Looking at the game time app, it's $105. So $105 to go to Patriots against the Colts. And really, what's interesting to me about that is, I think it, it, that this would have been a lot more when Brady was still there. It's still a pretty hot ticket, I guess, but I got to think it would be more. It was more when Brady was there. Game time's awesome. Absolutely love plugging. I mean, you could go to the Celtics Bulls game tonight for $79. 
And actually, what I love about the Game Time app, number one, you know it's the guaranteed lowest ticket price. Number two, checkout takes less than 30 seconds. You know how I am about time. Number three, if you create an account and redeem the code Ross for $20 off your first purchase. So you actually can go for $85. Or you can go to Bull Celtics tonight for $59. Again, that's Ross for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Download game time. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Oh, did I say anything about the game? I didn't, did I? No. <laughs> yeah, sometimes that happens, Jack. You'll learn that when I try to use a game as like a segue for one of the sponsors, sometimes I like lose my mind and forget to talk about the game. I like the Patriots quite a bit in this one. You know, the Colts are pressing every button they can to try to not have Frank Reich get fired. You know, you, you bench the quarterback, you fire the offensive coordinator. I don't think it really makes a difference. The, the Patriots don't typically lose games like this. Uh, the Gimme New England 24-17 over the Colts. We'll stay in the AFC East with the Buffalo Bills heading to East Rutherford to play the New York Jets. Love the Bills in this game. I mean, listen, it's, it's really a shame that I just don't feel like I'm not going to lock them up. I'm not going to get that crazy with it, but if you're still in the survivor pool, they might be one of your best picks. I mean, it really might be one of your best picks to go with the um, to go with them, just because it's that bad right now. I mean, it's it's that bad right now. What we're seeing from the New York Jets, in particular, Zach Wilson. I mean, you hear Greg Gosell talk about it on Thursdays. It's ugly, and I think the Bills ultimately win by two scores. Now, Zach Wilson doesn't turn it over, but the Bills are actually pretty good ball hawks, so I don't have a lot of faith in that happening. I I think it's the exact same score, maybe, as Bills Packers, like 27-17 Buffalo. Kirk Cousins returns back to Washington when the Vikings face the Commanders. this This might be like my favorite game of the day. Because the Vikings are playing really good football. They're 6-1. and one. Now you got a commander's squad that's won three in a row. They're believing in Heineke. And I want to see what the environment's like at FedEx Field. I wonder if there's a bigger crowd because people are excited about Snyder, you know, possibly selling the team. I, I'm very curious to the environment. It's the Kirk Cousins Bowl. I like the Vikings to win the game. I think they're the better team. You know, the, the the commanders have been kind of living dangerously. By the way, I really hope the new owner can change the name of the team again. That would be amazing to like Warthogs or Red Hogs or something. But I'll, I'll take the Vikings. Better team. They got a boost from Hawkinson. Greg was pretty fired up about that yesterday. So the Minnesota Vikings, they win – 24 uh, 24-20. 24-20 Vikings win. Kirk Cousins gets some revenge. We head out to the NFC West where the Seattle Seahawks are facing the Arizona Cardinals. Seahawks got like no faith in the Cardinals. I think it's wild that the Cardinals are still favored in this game. 
because I think the Seahawks are the better team. I think they've proven it all year. The Cardinals have no consistency whatsoever. Geno Smith has played better this year than Kyler Murray. There's a bunch of different reasons. I'm taking the Seahawks on the road as underdogs, Jack. So for the first time in your Ross Tucker football podcast career, you get to play the sounder of a song that probably has been around since before you were born. Let the doggies out, Jack. Ross's Underdog of the Week. Next up, we head to Tampa Bay, where the Buccaneers host the Los Angeles Rams. What's so funny? No, I was laughing about the who let the dogs out. I was trying to do some math to see if it was older than me or not. All right, well, I, I think ta- we were the. This- while I'm talking about this next game, Google when it came out. Right. Do you know what it is? It. I think it was. I can't. Well, I said it was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, no, no. I mean, do you know when that song came out? I believe it was 2000. Is what I found in my. And that's five when you were born. Game. Yes. Oh my gosh, dude! You were born in two thousand, barely end of the end of end of December. So also almost two thousand one, baby. Someday off of uh, off off air, I got to tell you what I was doing in two thousand, having a real <laughs> good time. Uh, this is the type of game where the fan bases for both these teams need to enjoy a bunch of Labatt blue lights. It's been a disappointing year for the Rams. Disappointing year for the Bucks. The loser of this game is going to need – actually, whether you win or lose, you're going to want a lot of Labatt blue lights after this game. There's no better way to watch your team on game day than with the pristine Canadian goodness of a cold Labatt blue light in hand. Stock up and be the MVP of your tailgate and share a Labatt on game day with your crew. Always enjoy responsibly. It's delicious. It's cold. It's Labatt USA. It's beer. Buffalo, New York. As for the game, I'm going Bucks. I'm going Bucks because they're playing at home and they had more time. Playing at home and they played Thursday night. So that that should give them an edge. I don't know if it will. At this point, guys, for these two teams, it's like your guess is as good as mine. I mean, who knows with these two squads. At this point in time, they have both really struggled this year. I think the Rams need the game more than the Bucs do, right? I mean, the Rams are desperate, especially in their division. I mean, so are the Bucs, but the Bucs, at least in their division, they could lose this game and theoretically come back and still win. I don't think there's a lot of points. These teams struggle to score points. 20 to 17, Bucks. We'll head to Sunday Night Football, Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Tennessee Titans. I'll take the Chiefs. We still don't know if Tannehill is going to play or not, but it's either like a gimpy Tannehill or it's Malik Willis. Either way, I like the Chiefs to win the game. Now, as I said on the Even Money podcast, if Tannehill plays, I kind of like the Titans to be able to keep it a little bit closer. So, not knowing for sure what they're going to do here, I'll take the Chiefs to win. I don't know that they'll light up the Titans. I I feel like it's like 27-17. The Titans are pretty good at playing small ball, right? Pretty good at running the rock, keeping the ball away, um, leaning on Henry. Vrabel knows how to win this way. 
it won't ultimately work, but they'll do a good job, I think, of covering the spread for those of you that care. Uh, but ultimately, Chiefs are winning this game. You can lock them up, right, uh, Jack. They're my they're my survivor pick. Your survivor slash knockout slash whatever you call it pick of the week. And we'll wrap things up Monday Night Football with the Baltimore Ravens traveling to face the New Orleans Saints. Ravens are pretty beat up, and this is a critical game for both these teams. It feels like the Saints can kind of get back in the picture in the NFC South if they win. And the Ravens, both these teams just announced, Jack, yesterday that their receivers are done for the year. Michael Thomas for the Saints, Rashad Bateman for the Ravens. I just think the Ravens have been, even though they haven't been great offensively the last couple weeks, they've been the more consistent team out of these two. And I don't really never, I don't really ever know what to expect with the Saints. Should be a fun game, though. Good game on Monday night. I'm looking forward to it. I'll go Ravens in a close, awesome game. You know, late in the game, I think Lamar can run to get the win instead of Andy Dalton. 23 20. Ravens. I do have some shout outs in order, Bri. Uh, Bri. I'm going to do that a lot, Jack. I'm going to do that a lot. Pizza Boy Brewing, Sporticulture, humanheadnyc.com, steakhousesports.com, go bangles.com, Evergreen Economics, Vision Comics with an X, backofficescheduler.com, and of course, the greatest gift, the gift that Jack should get his parents for how great they've been for him. For Christmas, myfrontpagestory.com. Get them the gift that they can read and look at forever, even when Jack finally moves out of the house. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.